ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, September 26th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Glad to be here with you. Appreciate you being here with me. We have got our text line to open up this hour because I'm going to give you a chance to win two tickets to go see the Herd take on Old Dominion this Saturday. And that text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Yesterday, I asked you what the score would be between Marshall and Old Dominion. Of course, I think by now you know the routine. I got to know today who's going to win the game for the Herd. Who's going to have the winning score? Text line is open now. We'll start taking those. Go ahead. We'll get those in now. 304-396-TALK. And again, 304-396-8255. Who do you think is going to have the winning score for the Thunder you heard? I know a lot of you are going to say Rasheen Ali. Right? Rasheen's going to have the, have the winning score. If not, somebody else. After the show, we will take one of your texts. We will have a random drawing for everyone who participated today, and we will text you if you've won. So looking forward to start reading some of your texts. And, of course, you can text in about anything. We uh, yeah, don't, don't think you can't. Don't think you can't. I, I want to kind of make this a little fun as we do these giveaways. So, again, the text line one more time. It's 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. So yesterday we started talking about it as it came out, and it got a lot of traction on social media. Marshall, you know, getting the slap on the wrist here. Shame on you. Flying that drone over Jones C. Edwards Stadium. You can't do that. Not when players are on the field. You can't do that. So that's gotten a lot of traction, and you know what? Whatever Marshall got hit with, if it was just a stern talking to or a strongly worded letter or just public shaming, whatever it was that Marshall got, Marshall's gotten a lot more out of that deal because, again, that makes news. Social media accounts are spreading it. News outlets are spreading it. Hey, hey, Marshall got hit on the slap on the wrist because of this. And look at this cool video. Absolutely did the herd walk away the winner in that one. You don't want to you don't want to get the ire of the league or the, the NCAA. You don't want to have that. You don't want to get hit with any of that. No. But absolutely have the herd just been able to to capitalize on that. I'm sure someone was sitting there going, you know, we can't do this, right? Well, what's it going to hurt? Well, we might we might get a stern talking to. We might get hit. Well, let's do it anyway. I, I don't know if that was actually a conversation. Or someone just didn't know the rule. Or I don't know what the actual, what happened there and someone didn't know the rule. Because it's not necessarily one of the more visible rules. All the rules should be understood, but what rule we talked about the most? We talked about the time, the clock. That was the big one here. And, oh, by the way, there's a, there's drone rules. There's FAA rules here. You have to adhere to that stuff. And you got to have some consistency here. So Marshall breaks that rule. you got to have some consistency here. But trust me, 
The publicity alone on that, absolutely worth it. Whatever, whatever the stern talking to was. You think you think it was a strongly written email, commissioner to Christian Spears. You think got him on the phone and said, hey, Christian, this is a this is commissioner. Oh, hey, commissioner. You know you're not supposed to do that, right? And I don't know what the response would have been, but I would have been like, really? Really? And not, oh, man, we're sorry. We're not taking the video down, but we're sorry. (laughs) So that was fun yesterday. That got a lot more life today. Actually, I don't know what that conversation would be, but it's definitely worth it. And, of course, some good news coming out for the Thundering Herd today. I mean, that was good news in itself, but more good news for the Thundering Herd. Yesterday, you know, we found out that Sunbelt Player of the Week on the offensive side was Rasheen Ali. Well, we have got another Offensive Player of the Week. This time it's in soccer. And, by the way, the rankings are out. Nothing's changed for Marshall. Marshall's the number one team in the country once again. But men's soccer offensive player of the week in the Sun Belt, Adam Aomash, played what was considered to be a critical role in that 1-0 victory over then number three UCF. He scored the game winner in the 25th minute of the match and dreaded, despised, whatever adjective you want to describe, UCF, whatever you want to call them, the Golden Knights take their first loss of the season. And the rankings are out. The Thundering Herd, number one, once again in the United Soccer Coaches men's rankings, followed by SMU. UCF, third. So UCF didn't really fall far. West Virginia is fourth. Akron, fifth. So UCF, really in the eyes of a lot of people, didn't fall far at all. I mean, they maintained their ranking. They're number three. So West Virginia is fourth. SMU is second. Akron is fifth. But right there on top, your Marshall thundering herd coming into the week as still the number one team in the country. So Chris Grassy's having a good good run this year. Usually Chris Grassy has a good run, but this is pretty good. And still, out of the top five, three of the teams in the top five are out of the Sun Belt. Three out of the top four are out of the Sun Belt. That's pretty good for a league that did not have soccer until it expanded and added a few more soccer schools that could fill the numbers up and you could sponsor soccer. And then in the wreckage of Conference USA comes some teams to help bolster the numbers and make the league even stronger. And then in the wreckage of teams leaving the American being Central Florida joining 
the conference. So it's a good, it's a really good soccer league. One of the best. But Marshall on top of that. So we'll get your text in. We'll do that. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Already getting a text in. I like this. Not only did they tell me who's going to win the game for the herd, but how it happens. It's Fancher to Conley for game-winning touchdown. All right, you were entered. Thank you. And, again, you can text in what you think is going to happen. Who's going to have the game-winning score for the Thundering Herd on Saturday against Old Dominion? Of course, I better be careful. I don't want to get called out, Coach Huff. I don't want him calling me out talking about me laying the rat poison down. He's been doing that a lot as of late. He's been pointing it out. And he, he commented on that a little bit. I don't have that particular cut today, but he commented a little bit on that. That We kind of make fun of him for laying the, the rat poison comments. I don't know. I don't know if he was directing that at me or a few others, but he basically said we make fun of him for, for saying the rat poison. Well, I don't want to get in trouble for rat poison, but... If you want to drop your prediction in, who's going to have the game winner for the Thundering Herd, you can do so at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. When we continue, we will hear from the head coach, Charles Huff, and more of your texts coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, September 26th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're opening up our text line all this hour for you. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Who will have the winning touchdown on Saturday in the game between Marshall and Old Dominion. Do you think it's going to be Rasheen Ali again? Will Cam Fancher just run it and quarterback sneak, run it up the gut, go into the end zone? What's going to happen? Or will it be a field goal? Who's going to have the winning touchdown? Or I'll go winning field goal. I'll add that. Who's going to have the winning score? for the game on Saturday. And again, the text line's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And, of course, as you participate on the show today, I'll give you an opportunity to win a pair of tickets to go see the Herd take on Old Dominion this Saturday. If you text into the program today, you will be automatically entered into our drawing. Texter writes in and says, Ethan Payne will have the winning score. Go Herd. I'll start there. This was not set up for this, but I'll go there. Ethan Payne will have the winning score, right? That's what the texture just said. Ethan came up. Ethan came up in the game. Presser. Coach Huff spoke to the media earlier today. And he talked a little bit about Ethan Payne. It was brought up, hey, you know, Ali's doing Ali things. I think that's how the question was asked, or at least stated. Ali's doing Ali things. But now there you got Ethan Payne all of a sudden doing some more. And Coach Huff talked about both of them. He focused a little bit more on Ali, but he did mention Ethan Payne. And we'll start there with our, with our sound bites from Coach Huff.
probably not going to sound there from our sound bites. We'll get that cut here in a second. Let's go top of the list. Coach Huff getting set for Old Dominion this week. Relationship there between Marshall and Old Dominion. Coach Huff, head coach Ricky Ronnie, they've got a relationship, and it's always a tough contest. Um, obviously, a lot of history with ODU. Um, Relationship-wise, with the head coach, uh, Ricky Ronnie, he and I worked together uh, for a long time, probably one of my closest friends in the business. I know Coach Pry and I are close. He's a little older than me, but Ricky and I kind of um, are a similar age and kind of come up together. A lot of respect for what he's doing there with their program. Uh, we talked in the Sunbelt Media Conference. Um, <clears throat> this game is always a battle. Um, two really good teams. Two years ago, they came up here and – um, it went into overtime, and then um, up there last year it was a dogfight, 12 to nothing score. Um, so expecting another competitive environment, expecting another competitive challenge. Always a challenge between Marshall and Old Dominion, it does seem. So something that has changed about them is the way they run their offensive scheme and their defense, and Coach Huff highlighted a little bit of that today. And I do apologize. Uh, we're having a few hiccups with some of our sound bites, so we'll get those loaded up here in a second and try to go over that again. Until then, we'll go to the text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's the number to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As the thundering herd getting set, to take on Old Dominion coming up this Saturday, Joan C. Edwards Stadium. So, okay, we've got our sound issue corrected in the computer. So I'll tell you what, we'll read a couple of texts, and then we'll go right back to the sound bites. And Texter writes in and says, Charles Montgomery is going to have the winning touchdown for the Thundering Herd. And we don't have that particular cut today. But Coach did say that he expects him to be on the field for Saturday. That the way, if you looked at Virginia Tech, he talked about, yeah, they're they're kind of bigger. They didn't think that the way they would run the offense with Montgomery would be the best way to go. So he didn't see much action of any. So he should see a little bit more action coming up against Virginia Tech. So we go back to the relationship between Marshall and Old Dominion. Close ties there. Always a challenge. Now we go with how Old Dominion has changed, not only on their offensive scheme, but their defensive scheme as well. Um, they've changed a little bit. They've changed offensive schemes and what they're doing. They can score punt points in bunches now. Um, they stress you a lot schematically with their spacing of what they do. And um, they've got a quarterback who fully understands the system and where the ball should be going so it comes out quick. Um, defensively, they've changed. Um, Scheme-wise, similar personnel, but scheme-wise, they've changed. Um, they really force you to be um, sound in your blocking um, because of their um, joker defense or the three-safety defense that they're running. Um, and then, obviously, they have a phenomenal player at Mike Linebacker who who kind of leads their their team not only with production but energy and, and, and the right mentality. So, Another question Coach Huff was asked 
just what does if you take the score and forget about that. Don't look at the scoreboard. Don't look at anything like that. Instead, look at Old Dominion on film. What do they look like as a team? Well, they, they play hard, and that's the one thing you can really tell. They're special teams. They play hard. Um, defensively, they play hard. Um, offensively, they're explosive. Um, again, if you don't look at the score, you would think that they've scored 80 points because they're throwing the ball down the field. The ball is getting called in space. There's explosive plays. Um, you know, obviously there are some some areas where they'd probably like to have one or two of the plays back. But you look at what they did to a Power Five school a couple weeks ago. You know, and if you don't look at the score in the back and the fourth, you just watch the offensive side of things. Um, they 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 move the ball you know pretty efficiently on Wake Forest, um, <clears throat> explosively, not just kind of. We're a little bit more of intermediate chunks here when we, when we need them. Obviously, Rasheen Ali gives us the opportunity to be explosive. But we're a little bit more, I won't say methodical moving down the field, but we're a little bit more, you know, positive plays in general. They're a little bit more big chunks fast. Um, and, and when that happens, you're never out of a game, you know, because you can one or two plays and you got a touchdown. So um, it's going to stress us a little bit defensively just because it's new. Um, and they've, they've, they've got a, a quarterback and a group of wide receivers who understand it. You know, we're not getting them in week one where they're just coming out of camp and they're kind of testing some things out. We're getting them, you know, a third of the way through the season. So they're able to work out some kinks. They're able to put some guys in some places to do what they do well. Um, and then, again, whenever your quarterback understands the system, it makes it a little bit easier to take the next step. So we're, we're anticipating there's going to be a next step, right? Just like, you know, as we kind of move through our offense and defense, there's stages, right? Each week there's a little something a little different that you can add on to. So we've got to be prepared for that as well. Coach Huff is media presser from earlier today. Another point that was brought up that Old Dominion does give up a lot of sacks, but Coach Huff countered that by explaining how – they do give up a lot of sacks, but also they probably are one of the leaders in explosive plays. Yeah, it's interesting because they have given up some sacks, but I don't I haven't seen the stats, but they got to be near the top in explosive plays too. So it's kind of, you know, they'll give up a sack and throw a 50-yard bomb, give up a sack, throw a 50-yard bomb. Um, obviously, I think that's something that they're definitely looking at, trying to figure out what's the best way to try and minimize those because without those, and I said it last week with Tech, and you guys got a chance to see them play, I mean – Without those sacks and those missed opportunities, they're, I mean, they're, they're drastically changed the course. Um, the, the exciting part is, hey, you know, we, we should be able to get home at some opportunity. But the, the negative of that is, I mean, you get home, you better get back in line because they're going to throw another 50-yard bomb over your head. So you got to kind of be prepared for that. Um, I think also you got to kind of be aware of the rat poison. And I know you guys joke when I say that, but you read all these things, oh, they're struggling giving up sacks, and then all of a sudden you're out of your lane and they run the ball. You know, or all of a sudden, you know, you're not rushing with the same discipline. You're not rushing with the same intent because you're trying to get a sack instead of playing the defense. And then all of a sudden, quarterback steps up, and then there's a ball down the field. So you got to be careful when you look at stats. You know, they're 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 good and bad. Um, they're pieces of information. I, I don't think it should change the way we prepare, the way we play. Um, but it is a piece of information. But we got to be careful because I'm sure, obviously, they know that they have. Um, you know, that issue too. So they're not going to just continue to do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. And there was a surprise rat poison reference in that soundbite. Coach Huff talking about Old Dominion. Better watch out.
they do give up some sacks, but they also create a lot of explosive plays. And one of those standout players that uh, got referenced earlier is linebacker Jason Henderson. If you ask Coach Huff what he's about, describe him, he's going to close his eyes and he's going to think of a familiar face that we all know and love. Yeah, um, I, I don't know him personally, but, you know, if I just close my eyes, I would say he's Owen Porter playing Mike Linebacker, you know, just to kind of have that um, that intensity that, you know, plays every play with his hair on fire. Um, you know, if you drew up a football player, you know, on paper, um, that's what he would look like. A guy that plays with unbelievable effort, um, has a really good knack, knows for the ball, um, does, you know, does some things that you can tell a veteran linebacker does. You know, he's supposed to, by the defensive scheme, have the A-gap over the top, but because he knows the plays and he knows the flow, he can kind of backdoor some stuff and still get himself in position. Um, I think his teammates respect him, you know what I mean, because you can see that they kind of get energized when he plays hard or when he makes a play. Um, I think, and I, this, I'm, I'm not in their building, but <clears throat> I, I would think that because he plays on special teams, because he's out there playing every snap with his hair on fire, um, he's probably got the respect of the coaches and the trust of the coaches. Um, and then when you take all that away, he's a good football player. You know, he gets the ball on the ground. You know, some guys run to the ball really, really hard and they can't get it on the ground, um, but he does. And, you know, his tackles um, statistically at the end of every game, you know, are consistent. So we've got to do a good job. We've got to have a good plan for him. Um, you know, we talk about guys who can drastically affect the football game. He's one of those guys. Um, so we've got to have a good plan for him and, and, and understand that he's going to win some. You know, it's not going to be where you can, quote, unquote, take him out of the game. Uh, but what we've got to do is find a way to minimize the amount of times he's able to win. Coach Huff, media presser earlier today, outlining one of the standouts for Old Dominion and Monarchs linebacker Jason Henderson. Now, from earlier, Ethan Payne. Texture said it's going to have the winning score for the Thundering Herd. Ethan Payne has become a weapon of you got to be ready for him. You better prepare. Rasheen Ali is going to continue to do what Rasheen Ali does. But here comes Ethan Payne. Coach gave his thoughts on both Ali and Payne. Yeah, I think, again, I think both of those guys, you know, I think uh, Rasheen is kind of getting into his rhythm. Um, you know, there were probably some – really, really close runs that he felt like, hey, if I was a little bit more patient here or if I'd have pressed a little bit more here. Um, but, I, again, I think you're starting to see him getting in his rhythm. you got to remember he was out for, for a good point of time last year. Um, I think he's getting a lot more uh, comfortable. I think his physical condition is great, but his playing condition is getting better. There's a difference, right? Uh, we all can go run a mile and feel great, but actually playing the game mentally, physically, emotionally, and controlling all those things is what we talk about when we talk about is his playing condition. I think that's getting better. And I think because of that, now Ethan Payne is starting to reap the benefits of that because you're starting to get a more efficient Ali. So now when Payne comes in, he's got a good feel for the flows. He's got a good feel for uh, the blocking schemes. Defenses are now over committing, trying to make sure Rasheen is bottled up. Now when he gets in, he's able to use his tempo and flow. Uh, we've got to continue to develop some depth in that room. We've got some guys who are really, really close. Um, but when, when you're in a situation, it would be really, really hard to say, okay, who you want in, Rasheen or me? 
You know, I'm, I'm probably going to go with Rasheen, you know, just because things happen well. Um, but we've also got some young guys who are, who are close, and we've got to find a way <clears throat> to get them in position because they do have some talent. I think we saw last year, you know, A.J. Turner's done some really good things, and he's, he's really – he's close. Um, you know, Maurice Jones is close. You know, so we got some young guys who are close, which is good because it's still game four. Um, but we've got to figure out a way to get them in the flow as well. So now you've got multiple guys back there. You can do multiple things um, on offense. Coach Huff comments from earlier today, his media availability. We'll have more throughout the week. When we continue, more of your text, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. For my two tickets today that I'm giving away for the game on Saturday between Marshall and Old Dominion, who do you think is going to have the winning score? Charles Montgomery has been floated. Okay, we'll keep note of that. Rasheen Ali. He has been put up as an easy one. The good news is, even if your player doesn't have the winning score, you could still win these tickets, and you can do so at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. West Virginia playoff rankings are out, and if the season ended today, Morgantown would be the number one team and the number one seed in the Class AAA playoffs, followed by Cabell Midland at number two and Huntington at number three. You know what separates these three teams as far as the computer math is concerned? Morgantown has a rating of 13.25. Cabell Midland has a ranking or rating of 13.2, and Huntington High has a ranking, a rating of 13. So those are your three teams that lead the way. Princeton Senior comes in at number four. They're 5 0 as well. And then Parkersburg South is fifth. Parkersburg is sixth, rounding at the top eight. Spring Mills at seven, and Hurricane is number eight. Martinsburg sitting there at ten. How would you like to host Martinsburg in the first round? If this thing ended today, how would you like to be the team that hosts Martinsburg? Hello, Spring Mills. I'm looking at you at number seven. Other teams of note in the area. George Washington, 17th. Spring Valley, 22nd. St. Albans, 29th. Uh, Let's see, Ripley, the worst team in Class AAA at 32. And Class AA, North Marion leads the way. Teams of note, we've got Winfield at 7th. Let's see, Lincoln's at 13th. Nitro's 15th. Wayne, 25th. Polka's 23rd. Uh, Bluefield's 22nd. So and that's kind of a look at what's happening in AA. In single A, James Monroe, the number one team in the state in class single A. 
followed by Williamstown, St. Mary's, Tucker County, and then the Man Hillbillies at number five. Then six is Wahama. Looking at the rest of the teams of note, I would say uh, Tulsa at 26. So that's kind of a, a glance, a, a brief overview of the playoff rankings. But the, the big one here is how do you pick? If you were just eyeballing this thing, you would say, okay, Huntington High is number three. Capital Midlands 2 and Morgantown's 1, and you're based off your computer. Huntington High in, now get this, Huntington High is 4-0, and in his four games has scored 228 points, only given up 20. Absolutely been a wrecking machine here. And Billy Seals has kind of held back. Billy, unlike other coaches, hasn't really tried to run the score up on anybody. Again, you don't get style points here. You just get your wins and losses are all that count. Of course, Huntington High will have that game for you coming up this Friday right here at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Let's get back to our text line before we hit the break at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texture says, Cam Fancher is going to win on a quarterback sneak. One-yard line, we all know it's going to Cam, right? Or do we? Do we think it's going to Rasheen Ali, and then they just pull the quarterback sneak and, and pop it in for the score, and that's going to be the game winner? Could be. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in, eight-yard touchdown pass to Ali. Okay, eight-yard touchdown pass to Ali. And a little commentary. I hear you right. Breaking rules is good for Marshall. They did break rules. Did they know it? That's good? Look, we're not talking about something that is going to alter Time, space, fabric here. We're talking about somebody. And I don't know what the intention was here. If they knew better or not, but they flew the drone to get the real cool video. Got the real cool video. We saw it on social media and we all went, oh, wow, that's cool. And then some of us realized, wait a minute there. There's a drone rule here. They might get a little slap on the wrist. So... Marshall gets slapped on the wrist. But the league pops it out. Hey, we've this case is is closed. We we've closed this matter, but we we've sent a strongly worded finger pointing moment. We we told Marshall they were bad. Marshall bad flying the drone. Now, of course, you don't want to break rules. We got FAA rules here. We got league rules. We've got NCAA rules. Rule breaking is bad most of the time. But how much attention has Marshall got for this? Basically, the league put Marshall on blast, and Marshall's reaped the rewards on that. That's what's happened here. The league put Marshall on blast. You shouldn't do that. We had words with them, they were bad. And everyone's going, oh, man, cool video. 
people that hadn't seen that video now have seen that video. Hey, cool video. And what's happened here is the league has put Marshall on blast a little bit for that, and Marshall's probably got slapped on the wrist. But how much have they really benefited from that video? Now, you can't do it again. Now, if you do it again, you knowingly are breaking the rules, and then whatever comes your way, you deserve. But wink, wink, nudge, nudge, benefit of the doubt, right? Now, I honestly, I don't know if when they put that together – if someone didn't realize, look, that's a violation, that it's a very small infraction, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But and the only reason I say that is because it was one of those I'm sure pre programmed flights, they, they probably figured that out, did that fly by that Passover, and it was a publicity shot. Now, there are rules and there are rules for a reason. You can't have drones just flying over your football stadium. You can't. I think that one, the grand scheme of things, yes, I understand why that would get a little slap on the wrist. You can't do that. You know, we got to stay consistent. But by virtue of putting Marshall on blast, it's almost as if, okay, we're shooting out a warning. We're going to do a public shaming of Marshall, and we're going to shoot out a warning. You don't do this. Now you know. If you didn't know before, you didn't listen to the drive with Paul Swan when he outlined all the rules, including the drone rule. You didn't listen to Paul. Well, one, listen to Paul. And two, now you know. Don't do this, or next time it's going to be worse. And Marshall's gotten a lot of benefit out of that by virtue of being put on blast and everyone going, really? That's the rule? There's real reasons behind the rule. But... How much publicity has Marshall gotten out of that drone Passover? Seriously. Major, major social media outlets, major platforms have shared that. It's a pretty cool video. Texter says, Owen Porter recovers a fumble in the end zone. So, Owen Porter, you're going to be the game winner for the Thundering Herd. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We'll get more of your texts coming up. Who's going to have the winning score for the Thundering Herd? 304-396-TALK. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming up tomorrow on the show, we're going to hear from Marshall women's basketball coach Kim Caldwell getting set for hoops in Huntington coming up on Thursday. Also, we'll hear from the voice of the Old Dominion Monarchs, Ted Alexander. So that's what we've got set for tomorrow. But we've got time for your text at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I can't forget, we're going to have Sydney Wells Shelton joining us tomorrow as well, I believe, as we get set for hoops in Huntington. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. Getting basketball set off to a good start, including a fun community event like this, uh, that's going to be one way to really get everything situated and ready to go and have some fun 
while downtown. So we'll keep you updated on that event. But tomorrow, our guest will be the voice of the Old Dominion Monarchs, Ted Alexander, and, of course, the new head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Kim Caldwell. And from marketing, Sydney Shelton. So jam-packed show tomorrow. Looking forward to it. So we're asking today, as part of our giveaway, who's going to have the winning score for the Thundering Herd? I've got a little bit of everything. I've got Cam Fancher. I've got Owen Porter, Charles Montgomery, Ethan Payne. I've got every particular combination we could possibly come up with. So who do you think is going to win it? And we'll do a random drawing here in a few minutes to see who gets the tickets to go see the herd. Take on Old Dominion. And that's coming up Saturday. If you can't go, you don't win the tickets and you can't go, don't forget, I've got you covered. We have the broadcast starting at noon. Check that. 1230. 1230. That's going to be on our pregame show, 1230 airtime here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Last night, if you stayed up late, I did. The Bengals got the win over the Rams, 19-16. Joe Burrow stayed upright. Jamar Chase started to do Jamar Chase types of things. And I think the Bengals started to finally feel it and get a little rhythm going. That had been missing those first two games. The Bengals' defense really stood up tall in that game. So that was fun to listen to. And, of course, we've got Bengals football all season long right here as well. So if you don't, by chance, have the game, and I know some of you don't have YouTube TV, and so when the Bengals aren't going to be televised and there will be times and you don't have YouTube TV and you don't have the Sunday ticket package, if you want to keep up with the game, tune in right here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. So, Bengals looked good yesterday. Back in action Sunday, 1 o'clock, kick, ticket on Tennessee. Texter says that Cam Fancher is going to rush all over the Monarchs two rushing touchdowns. Not just one, two. Two Cam Fancher rushing touchdowns. All right. I hope that's the case. Wouldn't that be cool if you see uh, Cam just take off? Not even a quarterback sneak, just take off. Busted coverage or something, and he just takes off and they can't catch him. Or he gets a good look and he's like, you know, I'm just going to pull this up and go. And he gets in the end zone. That would be cool to see. Absolutely. So we're going to start taking um, taking a, a quick look at some of these uh, answers here in a second. And we're going to put them all in a pile. And we're going to pull one out. And you'll be the winner. So here's how this works. If you haven't done this with us before, is if you don't get a text from me, you didn't win. If you do get a text from me, obviously you won. So keep your phone handy. I'll be texting one of you here in just a few minutes to let you know the good news and to get some information so we can get you your ticket. We'll do it again tomorrow. So if you don't win today, don't worry. You have another chance to win tomorrow. We're going to be doing this with all the Marshall football home games. Looking forward to the next one. Of course, that's JMU. That'll be a hot ticket as well. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Until then, have a great night, everyone. 
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Introducing In Your Business, a podcast highlighting thriving Huntington area businesses. Presented by Moses Auto Mall. Online at MosesMeansMore.com. In Your Business tells the story of Huntington's successes and where you can gain invaluable insights and advice from seasoned entrepreneurs. Produced by Kindred Communications and the Huntington Regional Chamber of Commerce, find it on kindredcom.net, huntingtonchamber.org, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.